From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hello and welcome to episode 726 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday, but more importantly, bust out the brooms. Nice sweep last night, guys. 6-0 plus 4.17 units. You love to see it. We've been knocking at the door, knocking at the door, one step forward, one step back. And then there's those nights where you kind of just keep grinding, keep grinding, and then boom, you break through. Uh, with a big night last night, 6-0, and a clean sweep plus uh, 4.17 units. So it's good to see our hard work paying off in a big way last night. Uh, and I always, uh, you know, have, have this question for you, you know, do you want to, you know, stack 0.01 units, 0.1, you know, 0.2, a two units, a one unit, one and a half. Do you want just consistently anything green every night? Or would you rather have the volatility of, you know, a good day, a bad day, a huge day? To me, I'll grind out those small little, you know, positive units each night. But I got to admit, 6-0, and that gets me going. So a good a good night last night, guys, with our hard work coming to fruition here. 3-0 and in the NHL. We got Seattle. We got Carolina. We got Philadelphia. Uh, Toledo. That's why you money line. A lot of people always ask me, like, why do you money line these short favorites so much? Aren't you giving away some juice? That is true. Uh, But it also is a reason uh, to just hashtag win the damn game, sweat the game, uh, and just say to yourself, hey, all we got to do is win it. And to me, obviously, there is a uh, kind of a a line of demarcation. I I really don't want to go, you know, anything above like a minus 150, anything like that. Uh, But you look at Toledo, uh, nice win there. They won 21 and 19. But remember, they were uh, laying four points in that game. So uh, you had a big move to Toledo. Uh, They were three and a half, one point up to four. So good late move in their favor. Uh, but the angle there was kind of a, uh, a Toledo team that was, uh, you know, motivated, ready to go versus Liberty team that they put up a fight, but they had a lot of transfers. They had a lot of opt-outs. Uh, they had a lot of uh, interim coaches there. So, again, we identify the information-based bet on Toledo. Again, this is two in a row now that we saw, uh, obviously, with Fresno State over the weekend against a team that pretty much gave up. Toledo gets it done against a team that gave up. But if you laid the four, the three and a half, you lost. You did not cover 
That's why you money line. So nice money line hit there with Toledo. And anyone ever ask me, why do you money line these short favorites? Yeah, just save the juice. Well, you can also save the juice or lose the whole bet entirely. I'll pay a little more juice to just hashtag win the damn game. So Toledo came up bigly for the team. We got our Detroit by low over, 229.5, which was nice. And then our very obscure college basketball line move system. Uh, Arkansas Little Rock, Little Rock, baby, getting it done, uh, rolling for us. So 6-0 plus 4.17 units. You love to see it. And, again, that's just kind of an indication of you knock at the door, knock at the door. Then, like the uh, the Kool-Aid man, you bust through. Uh, so, again, do you expect to go 6-0 and every night? No, but, again, I think if you kind of stick to the model, stick to the blueprint, you're bound to have one of those nights uh, if you just kind of stick with it. So, great night last night. Let's see if we can roll it over into a big Wednesday for today. So, a lot to get to today. I have another six-pack for you. I have a play on the college football bowl game tonight, South Alabama and Western Kentucky with a good sharp late move here. Uh, I also have three bets in the NHL. Uh, I have one bet in the NBA. I have one bet in college basketball, which we're actually going to start off with college hoops because this is an early game, which uh, I talked about in the morning bets, pod, but it's a 4 o'clock game. So I want to start off with that in a second here. And then also we got to talk about some updates here with the NFL, uh, including a game that kind of out of nowhere. I was writing my latest article. I got to post it uh, every Wednesday. It's the five games that wise guys are targeting. So this was a, a play that I didn't really at first glance notice, and then I dug a little deeper into it. I'm like, damn. They're pretty sharp, and they moved again today. So we'll hit on that. We'll also talk about, uh, obviously, the, the the kind of the story of the week, windy unders. If you're a windy, data-driven, uh, you know, better like me, like a lot of you guys out there, uh, you like to bet these windy unders, I'll give you all the updated stats, how good they are, and we'll rehash the thought process of why you bet unders when it's really windy. Well, this is the week for you. So we'll talk about is there still value out there. Obviously, these are the games you want to target early, uh, and if they if you wait a little bit, you're going to have these lines move a ton, but there's still some crazy forecasts out there with, I still think, some value on the board. So we'll update you on all the windy under system matches for an epic windy week here in the NFL. Uh, but either way, guys, great night last night. Get the brooms out, 6-0. and uh, And now let's see if we can continue to have another winning day here, start a little bit of a hot streak as we get closer to uh, it's closer to Christmas, of course. Uh, but anyway, a lot to get to before we dive right in. Housekeeping, as always, if you haven't uh, done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. It's called the VEASAN Daily. I learned something this morning when I got ready to do the Morning Bets pod. Carlos Correa, out of nowhere. There was some kind of issue with his contract with the Giants. Uh, they ripped up the deal. And then Steve Cohen slides our, slides right in. The Mets uh, billionaire owner gives him 12 years, $315 million. So Mets, out of nowhere, getting Correa. That was a surprise, but you get updates like that every morning in the newsletter. Uh, you also get uh, a great breakdown of what's going on in the sports betting market that particular day and what's going on at VEASAN. So aside from the Korea news, we let off with uh, weather chaos for NFL Week 16. So talking about uh, all these crazy windy unders, kind of some uh, good breakdowns here from Kevin Roth, who's a guy I respect from Roto uh, Grinders. He's their chief meteorologist. Chris Andrews talking about how the books handle these crazy windy games. Uh, with some uh, orange and red, so like uh, kind of graded plays where it's going to be the most wind uh, and kind of the, the top games here with the most uh, most weather. So big breakdown here in today's newsletter. You also get um, promos for legal sports books, links to all of our articles, uh, as well as uh, some good uh, some good information here just to kind of get you thinking about sports betting that day in particular. So sign up for free. Uh, and at the top, it will have a link to the Morning Bets pod as well if you can wake up uh, talking some line moves with me when you're making your bacon and eggs and your coffee. But all included for free when you just sign up. Go to vcin.com slash newsletter. Put in your email. Then you'll get this great content every morning to your inbox. Uh, next up, if you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey. <coughs> excuse me. Over half sneeze. Boom. 
Big steam just came in. But anyway, uh, if you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey, become a VEASAN All-Access member. Uh, it's the equivalent of less than 70 cents a day. It's a great offer, great value here. You will get every article behind the paywall with all from all of our uh, great analysts and all of our writers and, and everyone who's breaking down these games and giving you their takes on games. You also get a full coverage college uh, football bowl betting guide. I love seeing what my guy uh, Brent Musburger's on. He had to pick a winner in every game. So I'm, I'm loving comparing what I have to Brent. If we're on the same side, boom, I feel better. Uh, so you get all of our betting guides, everything behind the paywall, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, as well as uh, those best bets sent to your email multiple times throughout the day. Uh, and you'll get all those actual insights as well, uh, including uh, all the updates here from all the guests and the hosts at VEASAN. So sign up, become a member, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter, again, is where I, I couldn't believe the, this news with Correa here. Uh, but anyway, Twitter is our kind of our lifeline to breaking news and information that could affect our bet. So we need to be the first to know, not the last. Uh, and really, Twitter's where we're going to get this info first. Breaking news, breaking injuries, guys who are upgraded to probable, downgraded to doubtful, scratch starting pitchers, goalie changes, NBA load management. Obviously, football is huge for their injury report throughout the week. So uh, it's not just updates there. It's also creating a gambling community, being able to direct message people and communicate with other bettors. Uh, I saw a nice uh, uh, nice tweet from Maureen Chase, my girl, uh, who, who was on her Peloton and uh, saw my ugly mug on Follow the Money this morning. So it's just cool to be able uh, to communicate and, and talk to other bettors that you respect. So uh, that's the beauty of Twitter here. Uh, hopefully before Elon Musk ruins it or sells it to someone who saves Twitter. Uh, but that's a whole other story. But get on Twitter, follow at Live, the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vison.com. So with that being said, let's dive right into our plays for today. I want to quickly hit on this college basketball game just because it's a 4 o'clock game. It's kind of the game that caught my eye the most today. So let's hit on this first. Then we'll talk uh, our six-pack, finish up our six-pack with obviously a big game here in a bowl game tonight, three in the NHL, one in the NBA, and then we'll finish up the pod with a lot of NFL updates and all the updates on the windy unders uh, for, uh, for this weekend. Uh, so starting, starting off this one, guys, uh, I'm going to look toward Old Dominion on the money line. This is a 4 o'clock game. Kind of kind of you know catches you off guard a little bit. Hopefully you guys can uh, check out the pod in time. Should be enough time to put this bet in if you want to ride it with me. Uh, but I'm going to go Old Dominion in this one. This is a 4 o'clock matchup. It's a very low bet game. You know, these afternoon games, typically people are at work. Uh, they may not be able to bet it. They may not even be looking at the board until they get home at, you know, 5, 6, 7 o'clock at night. So it's kind of that... Same thought process yesterday of uh, Arkansas Little Rock, the obscure game with a line move. So I'm going to go Old Dominion on the money line. Shop around. I got Old Dominion uh, at minus 140. Uh, so what I like about this one, a couple reasons. Uh, the obscure line move, so Old Dominion opened as low as a two-point home favorite. They've been bet up to minus 2.5. Some shops have even touched uh, three here. So consistent movement toward Old Dominion in a game that public really doesn't have anything to do with. So it tells me that uh, really respected bettors who set their own numbers and set their own lines, they saw this opener of minus two Old Dominion and said, hey, this thing is too low. Let's hit Old Dominion, cause that line move in their favor, just like uh, Arkansas Little Rock last night. Uh, Ken Palm has Old Dominion winning by two, so it's not really a Ken Palm edge. In order to be a Ken Palm edge, I think it's got to be like, oh, the odds makers are showing you know a minus one, and Ken Palm's got him winning by three or four. Like. Uh, technically, you don't have an edge here, but it does at least back up the fact that, hey, Old Dominion should be favored. Like if Ken Palm had, you know, George Mason winning by one, that's really not a Ken Palm edge. That would kind of uh, lead you to believe, hey, maybe there's value to, to go the other way here. So uh, with Old Dominion, at least, it, you know, it's not like Ken Palm has them winning by five, but at least he does have them favored winning by two, uh, which is kind of in line with where the market opened and a little bit where it's moved. 
but also, um, aside from the obscure line move, a couple home road splits here. You know, George Mason is only playing their second game on the road, and they lost their first one, so they're 0-1. And they're going to play Old Dominion, who's got some home cooking going right now. They're 6-0 at home. Which is kind of another angle why uh, we were leaning. We took Little Rock last night. They were they were awesome at home. So I with these short numbers is kind of a kind of a go to spot for me. I've been kind of erratic with totals. I feel like I haven't really uh, you know produced the way I want to in terms of wins and losses with totals. They've been really erratic. I bet an over it sails under. I bet an under it flies over. But to me, I think this is a kind of a back to my roots here, like a short play. Short pick em play that becomes more of a favorite with some good home road splits. So um, kind of back in my wheelhouse here. So I'm going to go Old Dominion. They're also rested. They last played on the 10th of December. George Mason played on the 17th. So, again, with college kids, it's not about having the extra rest. I remember when I was 18, 19, 20 years old, you have energy all day. It's more of, you know, you've been stuck in the practice gym, and coaches love that layoff there because they can continue to coach and, and really kind of instill some knowledge. So, to me, it's more of a coaching advantage, not a rest advantage. Uh, then also turnovers. You know, uh, George Mason turns the ball over 15 times a game, uh, just around 11 for Old Dominion. So, Old Dominion takes care of the ball. So, we have an obscure game. We have a line move. We have a Ken Palm slight edge. We have a rest versus tired. We have a great home versus road with a team that takes care of the ball versus a team that turns it over more. So I'm going Old Dominion. Let's see if Old Dominion Old Dominion can get us uh, get us a win here to start our day. Give me Old Dominion at minus 140. Now over to the big one tonight, the College Football Bowl game. So we're going to go down to New Orleans. You've never been down to New Orleans? you got to get down there. I was at Jazz Fest. I mentioned this on the Morning Bets pod. I'll tell you the story because, again, I know a lot of you uh, power listeners listening to both pods, but some people may not have the opportunity in the morning. Maybe you're too busy. That's okay. I won't hold it against you. But tonight's the New Orleans Bowl. It's going to be played at the uh, Saint Stadium, the Superdome, um, or Mercedes-Benz, whatever they're calling it now nowadays. But anyway, I went to Jazz Fest, which was awesome. Saw so many great bands, Rolling Stones, uh, Ben Harper, Band of Horses. I think Lady Gaga was there, but it was awesome. Uh, but anyway, uh, New Orleans is one of the coolest places in the world. You wake up, you get your beignets, you hang around, um, what is it, Jackson Square. Uh, it's awesome down there. I also think about Huck Finn, one of my favorite books when I was in high school. Uh, you know, Huck Finn going down the Mississippi River there. Uh, but what was funny to me is it was our first night there. I remember maybe it was, I think it was the year that Chandler Jones and Dante Hightower were both taken in the first round by the Patriots. Maybe it was before that. Maybe it was 2015. But anyway, me and my sister, it's our first night there. We get our drinks. We're walking down Frenchman Street toward Bourbon Street, and I see this huge guy, uh, big belly, big gut, long hair, and I'm like, I know that guy. Who the heck is that? I get closer and closer. He's walking toward me. I'm walking toward him. We're almost going to pass each other, and it's Rob Ryan. Again, Rex Ryan's brother, the big man, the defensive coordinator, uh, and he went by me, and I looked at my sister. I'm like, that's Rob Ryan. She's like, who the hell is Rob Ryan? I'm like, oh, he's a football coach. He's like, oh, okay. My sister doesn't even really care about sports at all. She is a Red Sox fan, but that's about it. Uh, but then I walk by, and I say, you're Rob Ryan. He said, yes, I am. And I said, go Pats, and he smiled and drank his uh, whatever it was, his hurricane uh, or whatever drink he had. So that's my little story with my brush in or my brush, uh, my brush with Rob Ryan walking the uh, the streets of, of New Orleans. So anyway, I want to get back to New Orleans and get a po' boy. Uh, it is the absolute best down there, best music, vibe, unlike any other place in the world. But if you know New Orleans, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, that has nothing to do with the bet for tonight. The bet for tonight, I'm going Western Kentucky. Let's do it for Bailey Zappi's alma mater. Give me Western Kentucky plus three and a half. That's my bet for this uh, bowl game here. A couple things going on with this matchup. Number one, uh, line movement toward Western Kentucky. This game actually opened kind of crazy movement as high as I saw some openers that were South Alabama minus seven, minus nine, minus five. 
Uh, yesterday, they were laying four and a half. This morning, when I was doing the morning bets pod, they were laying four. Now they're down to three and a half. So just from the standpoint of where's the line moving, it's moving bigly toward Western Kentucky as the dog. This would match bowl game dogs. You saw both dogs yesterday. Emu came through. Uh, as well as, you know, for us it didn't matter because we were money line, but Liberty did cover that number as a dog. But bowl game dogs are now 7-5, and five, ATS 58%. You also get, look at what I call these um, severe line moves, so at least two points in your direction during a bowl game uh, matchup. And the whole point there is, you know, big moves are meaningful, especially when you get to this time of year when the odds makers have so much data and information and a full season's, regular season's worth of games to set a really sharp number. So if they're going to move it, they're moving it really because a ton of respected money is coming in. So that bowl game severe move, uh, it's 5-4 and four ATS this year, but it's 58% over the last four years. So that wouldn't match there on Western Kentucky. Also, Western Kentucky, reason why, I, and if you kind of take a step back, what's with this crazy line movement? Mostly it was Austin Reed, the starting quarterback for Western Kentucky. When they were getting like nine, seven, five points, it was mostly because Austin Reed, their starting QB of Western Kentucky, was in the transfer portal. He was expected to miss this game, but then he rescinded it. I've never really seen this before. Typically you don't you go in the transfer portal, you're gonna opt out. You you don't we don't see you again. You're on a new team next year. But he actually kind of withdrew his name and now he's gonna play. So that's why you're seeing, I think, this line come back bigly toward Western Kentucky because their star quarterback is going to play. That's good news. This guy has uh, kid has 36 touchdowns, over 4,000 yards passing, second in the nation in terms of passing yards. And Western Kentucky, they throw the ball a ton. This is another reason why I'm going to take the points here. Um, aside from the line move and all the system matches, um, you know, you have a dog that can score. When I'm on a, a dog, I want a dog that can either score to keep up and cover the number or be able to put up points so that you can backdoor cover this game. So the fact that you have this really good offense for Western Kentucky, your star quarterback is going to play. You have a lot of line movement toward uh, Western Kentucky as well. And they're not a big public play. You know, South Alabama is 10 and two the public's all over South Alabama. They're getting around 60% of bets, only 40% on Western Kentucky. So if you add it all up guys, we got a big line move, including game day. To me, the big one here is the plus four down to three and a half uh, this morning and early afternoon telling me that, Hey, even though line might be getting worse, Pros still say, we should, excuse me, we should grab the points in this one. So I'm going to take the dog. Give me Western Kentucky. Their QB's playing. Big line move. Bunch of system matches. Contrarian only getting 40%. It's a 9 o'clock game tonight, which will be heavily bet here. So going contrarian, a little bit more value than usual. So I'm taking the plus 3.5. Give me Western Kentucky plus 3.5. Hashtag win the damn game or lose by 3 or less down in New Orleans. Uh, let's uh, continue to ride here. I'll give you my NBA bet, and then we'll come back with NHL. Uh, my one bet in the NBA, guys, there were a couple games that I talked about in the uh, in the morning bets pod this morning, but the one that I'm going to ride with is the Detroit Pistons, Philadelphia 76ers, buy low over 222.5. You may find a 223, so it's kind of right on the edge right now. But if you can find a 222.5, uh, that would be my, my number one uh, play here. But anyway, I like this over. It's a buy low over. It's very similar to yesterday, obviously, where we did the same thing with Detroit, so if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But this Pistons 76ers total, it actually opened as high as a 226. We're now down to 222.5, 223. So we've bottomed out. Uh, the line's fallen so much that, hey, we got to admit, there's some respect to money hit the under. But if you're betting under 223, 222.5 now, you're getting the worst of it, uh, which to me now provides an opportunity to buy low and take that over. So a couple reasons to like this over, aside from a buy low spot, which we did last night. Uh, defensively, Detroit is number 29 in, uh, in the NBA, they're one of the worst defensive teams, but they are a pretty high-scoring team. A young team that scores a lot, gives up a lot. Uh, they are 11 and, uh, or sorry, they're 19 and 14 to the over this season. 
Uh, will be second game of a back-to-back, so maybe you don't play much defense here tonight. Uh, Philly has been rested. Philly is a bigger favorite around, like, laying 11.5 in this one. Uh, but Philly is 5-2 and two to the over their last seven. Detroit is 4-1 and one to the over their last five. The over is 8-2 and two the last 10 head-to-head between these teams. And you also look at the referees. Scott Foster, our guy, Scott Foster, uh, and Kevin Cutler and Matthew Mayers. Uh, in particular, Foster and Cutler are two of your best over-refs. A lot of whistles. Get to the line. Make your free throws. Uh, Foster and Cutler are between 54 and 56% uh, to the over there. So it's kind of the same as yesterday. A blueprint has fallen a lot. Creates value to go the other way. Uh, I, I got an over 222.5, uh, but you may be looking at a 223 right now because I'm starting to see it creep back up a little bit. So in a way that makes me you know more confident because it feels like we have reached the low watermark. Um, however, again, you would have, you know, want to get the 222 and a half before it rises. But to me, it's a good buy low opportunity on a dip, uh, with some bad offense or sorry, with some bad defense, some good trends to the over some good over refs and Detroit as a big over team. So give me the over 222 and a half or now 223 with Detroit and Philadelphia. That about does it for the first half of today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 726, the broom edition after a great night last night. Those are the nights where you love betting. When you go 0-5, you hate betting. When you go 6-0, and you love betting. Isn't it funny the way that that works? But anyway, guys, we got more to get to. I told you we had a six-pack. We just ran through our first three bets. I got three more in the NHL. Continue to uh, hopefully stack units here in the NHL. So don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong with NHL, as well as updates on the windy unders, the crazy weather Armageddon, or should we call it weathermageddon, this, uh, this week in the NFL, as well as a couple NFL games that caught my eye, which I wrote about in the Sharp Report, and I want to share with you uh, today. So don't go anywhere. Finishing up strong with NHL and NFL on a big, windy week on episode 726 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena with every single day approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Football season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to vsan.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it. One day closer to Santa coming down the chimney. Uh, and we had a great night last night with the brooms. Get the brooms out. 6-0, and a clean sweep. I think the only one happier than us last night would be the Mets fans waking up to Carlos Correa out of nowhere. Isn't it nice to have an owner that's willing to spend money? Uh, my Red Sox used to spend money. Now we just act like the Tampa Bay Rays, which is completely pathetic. But don't get me started on that. I guess seeing Rafael Devers not going to pay him either. Uh, you know, again, let's just continue to act like we're, uh, you know, the Cincinnati Reds. But anyway, congrats, Mets. But a 6-0 night plus 4.17 units. You love to see it. Let's see if we can keep it going for tonight. Uh, we talked about an early bet here in college. I'm rocking uh, Old Dominion on the money line, 4 o'clock game. Uh, on the money line, was it minus 140, minus 145, something like that. Uh, we also have a money line play on, or sorry, we have a total uh, or I'm all, I'm all screwed up. Yeah, we have Western Kentucky plus three and a half in the bowl game, and then the total in uh, in the Detroit um, Detroit Pistons game, over 222 and a half or 223, depending on what book you're at. Now let's go over to the NHL. Great night last night, 3-0 in the NHL. Let's keep it rolling. First one for me, guys, uh, I'm going to bet against this team that I don't know what it is. They're just, they don't have it this year. I don't want to jinx them and have them finally get a win, but there's death taxes and betting against the Chicago Blackhawks. So I'm doing it again tonight. I noticed a big steam move on the Nashville Predators. Let's go Smashville. I'm on Nashville. Uh, they open on the road at Chicago, like a minus 175 road favorite. They've now been steamed up to minus 190. So big line move, and it really happened uh, a, little, a lot over the uh, kind of the morning hours and early afternoon. So it's not like it went up and, you know, it's coming back. It's continuing to creep up here toward Nashville. So Nashville would match quite a few systems. Favorites off a win. 180 and 99, 65% this year. Uh, you also look at sweet spot big favorites between minus 175 and minus 225. They're 95 and 40, 70% this year. Road favorites minus 175 or more. They're 43 and 17, 72%. So a lot of system matches here with, with Nashville. Um, and then also you look at offensively, uh, 2.5 goals a game uh, versus, or sorry, let me look at this one one more time. I think I might have screwed this up. Um, let's see. Yeah, I guess, I guess it is right They're Man, they're low scoring teams. I was like, damn, that's low. That must not be right. It is only 2.5 goals a game for Nashville, uh, 2.3 for Chicago, but really it's the defense, uh, predators, 3.1 goals a game allowed versus almost four for Chicago. And they're uh, putting in Peter Morazic tonight. Who's been really bad in goal. Uh, it got a goals against of like four or something like that. So this is a fate of Chicago as much as it is a, you know, a play on Nashville, Chicago is just 7-22 as a dog, 4-11-2 at home. Uh, so I'm going to back Nashville. They did snap a losing streak. They got, got a win against Edmonton their last time out. Um, and you look at the Blackhawks just in a really bad spot here. They've lost a ton of games in a row. And this is a team that I think they're just getting ready to uh, blow this thing up at the trade deadline, probably trade Taze and trade uh, Kane. Maybe, maybe one of the two can join my Bruins for a cup run here. But anyway, give me Smashville. Uh, big move here. It's a fate of Chicago. Give me Nashville Predators minus 190. Next one up, give me Dallas Stars. I'm on the Stars tonight. This is a morning bets pod play. A uh, little more movement continuing here toward Dallas. Dallas open at home against Edmonton around a minus 140, uh, minus 130 favorite. They got up to minus 140. I'm seeing it creep up even higher to around uh, minus one, minus 150. Uh, but Dallas is catching my eye for a couple different reasons. Number one, the line move. 
Uh, obviously, you know, all, all breakdowns for me start with where's the line going because you operate on the premise of, hey, line moves are driven by respected betters. I want to be with the sharp betters. Uh, but anyway, home favor with a line move, 132 and 65, 67%. Favorite off a win, 65%. Home favor off a win, opponent off a loss. Remember that one, 61%. So a lot of matches here on Dallas. Uh, Dallas has won, uh, have won three of their last four. Edmonton has lost three straight. Uh, both are averaging 3.6 goals a game. But again, defensively, Dallas, better goaltending with Ottinger. Uh, 2.8 goals allowed versus 3.5. Dallas has been great uh, as a favorite, 15 and 6 as a favorite, 9 3 and 3 at home. Also, penalty kill, uh, 83% on the PK, just 73% for Edmonton. So Dallas also has a really good um, Dallas on the penalty kill. Hopefully, we'll be able to kind of tame that really good Edmonton uh, power play of McDavid and Drysaddle. As good as they are, you, know, you got a good goalie, good structure defensive here for, defensively for Dallas. So give me the stars. I got minus 140. Uh, they're now creeping up a little higher, probably around minus 145 now, close to minus 150 at this point. Now a big number, but I'm just going to bet Tris, not bet to win. I'm going to try to get a little more than a third of a unit back. Doesn't sound like much, but I got a lot of matches on this team. Give me the Minnesota Wild. The Wild on the road at Anaheim. I got the Wild at minus 270. So, again, it's a big number here. Uh, it's creeping up even higher. This is not a risk 2.7 units to win one. This is just a one-unit bet. You're trying to get a little a little more than a third of a unit back here. So uh, with all these matches, i got to go Minnesota. I know it's a big number. You could be looking at a, a spread play, minus 1.5, minus 114. Not a bad number there. But as you know, uh, to me, it's going to make me – uh, it's going to take a lot for me to bet a, a, a puck line play because, um, you know, again, when you're when you're risking more to just go money line, you're giving yourself the opportunity to win an overtime or a shootout. You know, you go uh, puck line, you could win the game, but if you win an overtime shootout, you don't cover the number. So it's anything like 300 or more, this is kind of like as high as I'll go. Uh, but I think there's a lot of value here on Minnesota, even though it's a big number. They opened, um, I saw some shops as low as like minus 260, up to around minus 270, 275 now. Uh, but this would be a bunch of system matches. Rest first tired. You have the Minnesota Wild, who've been off here for a while. They haven't played. Uh, they haven't played since when the 18th. Uh, whereas you have a have a second leg of a back to back for Anaheim. This is a favorite against a team on the second leg of a back to back. Uh, this year, let me find that for you. That's 56 and 30, 65%. If it's a rested road favors team on a back-to-back, it's 70% this year, seven and three, 74% last four years. Non-division steam, 65% this year. Uh, also favored off a win, 65%. Road faves minus 175 or more, 72%. I mean, I have a ton of systems here on Minnesota. Uh, the better offense, 3.2 goals a game versus 2.4. The better defense. 2.9 uh, goals allowed versus 4.2. That's been really the downfall of Anaheim uh, defensively. They're going to maybe have their third-string goalie in here, Dostal. Um, and also, you look at Minnesota, they're 15-6 and six as a favorite. They're 7-5 and five on the road. Anaheim just 8-23 and 23 as a dog, 5-7 and seven at home. And a big advantage special teams. Uh, power play, 25% for Minnesota, just 16% on the man advantage for Anaheim. And also PK, 80% versus 68%. Minnesota, they're getting it going right now, which is good for our overwin total or over points total. Uh, nine and two, their last eleven, they've won five straight. So it's a big number. I think it's big for a reason. Uh, I'm on Minnesota minus two seventy five. Uh, that's kind of the most widely available number right now. So our three pack here: Minnesota minus two seventy five, Nashville minus one ninety, and Dallas minus one forty, minus one forty five, depending on uh, what number you can get. So there's our six pack, guys. But we have more to get to. I wanted to. Run through a couple things, just kind of wet your whistle, give you some updates here for the NFL. 
Uh, so let's start off with these windy plays. It's unbelievable here, but I did the um, I did uh, follow the money this morning with Mitch and Pauly, and kind of was just piggybacking on a tweet I had yesterday, as well as Bill Adi talking about it in today's newsletter. But it's all these crazy weather chaos situations here. So I'll give you the updates. Uh, there are there are there excuse me there are ten games that have a windy under this week. Um, so the updates here with windy unders. Um, you look at windy unders ten miles per hour or more. Take the under. 40 and 23, 64% this year. Uh, if you layer it even more, if it is a conference game with a windy under, even better, 32 and 15, 68%. So the biggest match, and again, thought process, I think it's always important. I don't want to just give you these stats. I want you to understand them and why they're important because I think, you know, in terms of data and betting systems, you can overfit anything and make it sound great. Uh, like, you know, uh, the Red Sox with Chris Sale are 5-0 and every other Tuesday when it rains and it's a day game. Like, you know, that doesn't mean anything. But the Windy Unders have been kind of one of the perfect examples of a betting system. It doesn't matter what two teams you put into that Windy Under. As long as it's really windy, it's going to benefit the Under. Why? Because it's harder to throw the ball. You're going to uh, miss kicks, miss extra points, miss field goals. Your offensive game in the air isn't going to be dialed in. You're going to run the ball more, chew up the clock. That's the whole point why Windy Unders do very well. Um, so the three big matches here, number one would be Browns and the Saints. This thing is unbelievable here. You're all the way down to 32 Although I am seeing some buyback. It got down to 31.5 New Orleans-Cleveland. Now I'm seeing it 32, maybe even 32.5. So maybe there's an opportunity here to take that under 32.5. And And here's the other thing, guys. I'm giving you all these great windy unders, but a lot of these have moved so much that it's kind of hard. Like, do you still bet it? Here's my one thing. I don't buy low and go over in these spots if they fall in a ton. To me, either you kind of take the not great number if you missed it, or you just don't bet it at all. I'm not going to go the other way because I've seen enough of these games where if it's 20-mile-per-hour wins – you know, it's a 13 to seven game. It's a 14 to 10 game. Like sometimes that happens more often than you barely fly over. Uh, and it's a 32 and it's a, you know, a 24 to 14 game. Like, uh, again, I wouldn't get too cute with buying low over buy low overing to me. It's either you, you lay off cause you missed the good number or you kind of have faith in that, uh, windy under system, or maybe you tease it up a little bit. I, you know, teasing totals, you talk to a lot of sharps and they don't really see a lot of value in that. I think there is value if you can kind of isolate situations where just adding some more points will be beneficial. This could be one of them. The fact that you have windy under, like for example, New Orleans, Cleveland, uh, this opened like 38 out some shops. You're down to 32, 32 and a half. Can you tease it back up to 38, get the opening number? Boom. I mean, there could be value there. So Again, it's not just you bet every windy play, look at how much it's fallen, see how much value is left, make a decision on your own whether there's still an opportunity to make some money there. So anyway, first one would be Brown Saints, 25 to 30 mile per hour wins at the dog pound. This one is going to be really, really windy, 10 degrees here, uh, good bet split, 26% bets, 53% dollars. If you can get to find a 32.5 to me, I think there could still be value there on that under. Uh, Buffalo, Chicago. Another really windy one. This is your second most windy under game of the week. 20 to 25 mile per hour wins. You went from 46 all the way down to 40 and a half here. So another windy play here to this under. Buffalo is 10 and 4 to the under this year. 7 and 0 to the under on the road. Uh, it's going to be 70 degrees. Obviously windy, but 35% uh, bets under, 63% dollars under. So uh, another under play there, maybe in Chicago with Buffalo. The other one, Jacksonville and the Jets. I wanted to mention this for two reasons. Number one, this thing is continuing to plummet. It's uh, tomorrow's Thirsty Thursday game. Uh, but this one was an opener of like 43, 40 to the total. Yesterday it was 37 and a half. It's down to 36. So this thing is really, really, really you know, plummeting here to this under. 
Um, I would look at one thing here. We're getting late movement on the Jets. The Jets were kind of catching my eye because it just seems obvious, like Jacksonville off a big win. Um, you know, Jets with Zach Wilson. No one wants to touch them. But you're getting like 70% of bets on the Jags. But I just noticed this morning, this afternoon, early afternoon, line movement just hit the Jets. Jets just got steamed. Jets were at one point a pick em play, pretty much all week pick em. Now they just went to minus one, minus one and a half. So line is moving toward the Jets, even though everyone's betting Jacksonville. On a short week, you do tend to see these uh, home favorites do pretty well. They're about 55% uh, since you've had these uh, Thursday games started up, like 2005, something like that. Um, so that's the windy game. Uh, but you also are seeing some line movement to the Jets. Uh, I did see an injury here. Trayvon Walker, the number one pick, I think he's ruled out. Uh, Quinn and Williams should be in. Trevor Lawrence is at a toe injury, but he'll probably play through it. But I'm maybe leaning to the Jets. Stay tuned for tomorrow's Market Insights pod because uh, this could be a fade the trendy dog and take the hold your nose and, and bet Zach Wilson, even though that sounds terrible to do. Uh, but anyway, these are your windy underplays. Um, I'll give you good news, bad news. Bad news? Man, I'm getting beat on the Giants line. Did anyone see the Giants? This line went back up to Minnesota minus four. So not great, but that's a dance with the one who brung you play. I'm just sticking with my bad Giants plus three and a half. See if we can get lucky on that one. Uh, you also look at um, Houston, Tennessee. This is one game I wanted to mention. A lot of movement toward Houston. Uh, this game actually opened Tennessee laying seven. You got all the way down when I did the um, uh, follow the money this morning to Houston laying five. So seven to five, boom, really good move there uh, toward Houston as the dog. Remember, they've got a terrible record, but they're actually six, seven, and one ATS, even though they're one, 12, and one straight up. Um, and they've covered their last two games. You almost beat the Cowboys. You, you, I think, what did you take uh, to overtime? Kansas City, and you lose that one by six when you're getting like 14. So this is kind of a spunky team. Tennessee's in a bad spot. Don't know who their quarterback's going to be. That's a big move here to Houston. So a lot of these books are at four, four and a half. If you can still find a four and a half, I think Houston could be a bet this week. Just a very sneaky divisional dog. We've seen these divisional dogs uh, do very well this year in particular, 61% ATS. Uh, so keep an eye on Houston. I know it sounds gross, but they look pretty sharp against Tennessee. Uh, then a couple other updates. Uh, what else do I have for you? Oh, um, in honor of Franco Harris, RIP, Pat just passed away uh, today. But Franco Harris, the great legend, the immaculate reception, they're about to honor him, the 50th year anniversary, and he just passed. Um, I'm not going to bet the Steelers because of that, but I kind of like this kind of coincidence here with the Steelers because if you look at Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh opened as a very short one and a half point home favorite at you know at home Sunday night against the Vegas Raiders. They got up all the way to two and a half. Some looks even inching up to three. They got to three, had some buyback. Vegas plus three. Uh, but this is another fade the trendy dog. Like the Jets in Pittsburgh are very similar with the public on Jacksonville, public all over the Raiders. Public loves the Raiders because what do they just see? Just this epic comeback against my idiot Patriots. Uh, which again, maybe maybe you should have some real coaches. I don't know, Belichick, Mr. Genius. Did you ever think of that? Maybe have real coaches coach uh, your offense? I don't know. What a crazy thought from a stupid football fan like myself. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's a fade the trendy dog. Like 70% of bets are on Vegas, yet the line's going to Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett has been upgraded to probable here. I could be looking at a money line play on Pittsburgh. If, it, if that continues um, with not a ton of buyback, more like if, as long as it doesn't get back down to two, as long as Vegas is still a public play, I can see Pittsburgh. Contrarian, very rare contrarian favorite in a heavily bet primetime game. That looks like a Pittsburgh uh, Steelers play to me uh, in that one. So just some updates for you. Um, well, let's see what else. Do I have anything else for you? Uh, this one's crazy. I just kind of ragged on my Patriots. But Patriots a minute ago, were, I woke up there getting plus three and a half. Now they're down to plus three. So, you know, crazy. Most contrarian bet. Do I have the stones to take Pats against Joe Burrow? We shall see. But got to admit, at least some uh, respected betters did just hit Patriots plus three and a half 
only getting like 20% of bets, dropping that down to the key number of three. Uh, what else do I have for you? Um, let's see. Windy under Baltimore, Atlanta. That was a 41 down to 36 and a half. Uh, that's going to be uh, really cold and like 15 to 20, or sorry, 15 mile per hour winds. Yeah, 15 to 20. You do have a good under ump there, Bill Vinovich, so keep an eye on that one. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, Philly, Dallas. There's been a lot of talk about this one with you know Gardner Minshew expected to start. No uh, Jalen Hurts. We saw Dallas go from minus one all the way up to minus six. But once they got to six, that was the high watermark. Did anyone jump on Philly plus six? This line's back down, guys, to four and a half. So there's been some love here bringing this line back down to Philly as a road divisional dog. That could be a teaser play. Take them up to ten and a half. Uh, but maybe Minshew Magic. I saw something on uh, Twitter that he lived in a van uh, down by the river eating a steady diet of government cheese. No, but he, he really did live in a van. It was like a rehabbed prison van that he parked next to the uh, the gym all, all year. So, uh, again, one of the world's most interesting men in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the NFL. But Gardner Minshew, can you cover that number? There has been some buyback here. Uh, anything else for you? There was a steam move to Denver on the road at the Rams. That's a, uh, that's a Sunday game uh, on Christmas Day. That was a minus one Denver. Now you're up to minus two and a half Denver. Uh, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, he was minus three. On the road at Arizona, now he's up to six and a half. So a big move there. Um, but really, guys, it's these windy unders. That's really what I'm going to be focused on uh, this week. And again, we'll, we'll, we'll continue to give you updates. I think the question is, hey, number one, identify them and also use this as a blueprint moving forward. Like, let's say you don't bet any of these windy, windy unders this week. Um, that's okay because there's going to be more football later this year. I know we're almost ending here, only a couple weeks left in the regular season. But we're going to be betting on sports until the day we die. Hopefully we get another 50 years of betting on sports. Um, but whole point being, use it as apply it as a blueprint moving forward. Once the once you get past Thanksgiving, you get into December. Once those lines drop on a Sunday, you know, week ahead of the next game, immediately file up. And I I'm a victim of this too because I should have been quicker to some of these. Uh, but when you're so much going on, sometimes you don't jump on them in time. But whole point being, moving forward, check out these numbers, the forecast on a Sunday when the lines first drop. You immediately start to see it drop. Again, no one's got a crystal ball, but apply it moving forward where hopefully next time it comes around where we have a crazy windy week, you jump on these numbers really early because you'd be feeling great if you're holding on to some of these like under, you know, under 38 tickets when the total is now like 32. Uh, but anyway, guys, that about does it for today's VSIN Market Insights Podcast, episode 726. Reminder if you enjoy the Market Insights Pod, if you went 6 and 0 and had a good night last night, uh, and there's one thing and you want to make my day, you want to let me know, appreciate. Uh, the hard work that I, put, that I put in grinding the sharp data-driven contrarian philosophy, or you're just in the giving mood. It's the uh, you know it's the holiday season. You want to make my day. You want to get a gift for some uh, person in your life who you have no freaking clue what to get. Uh, make it easy. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. That's my book. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It makes a great stocking stuffer. It's only twenty bucks. So you can get it on Amazon. Hopefully it'll come in time for Christmas. If not, you can get it at Barnes & Noble. But it's got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set. How and why they move. How to read line movement. How to locate sharp action. How to go contrarian. How to place a bet in person or online. How to shop for the best line. How to set up a bankroll management plan. Chapters in all the major sports. It's all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to pick one up, it would mean the world to me if you already have. Thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Uh, with that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata, in Atlantic City, Twin River, in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun, down in newly legalized Connecticut. Before you know it, sweating uh, live in person at the Encore. 
I also saw Plain Ridge Park Casino, and this may mean nothing to you if you're not a mass, mass hole like me, but Plain Ridge Park Casino is going to get their license, the MGM Springfield. So we're getting ready here to go live in Massachusetts uh, or out in uh, New York where the handle records get, are getting broken every month. Uh, and it'll probably stay that way until California gets their uh, gets their crap together out west. Uh, but then also out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where the lowest juice is po- possible is found at the South Point or at Stadium Swim. Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy in the crew at Circa, getting a victory burger to end the night in front of the big screen, the Mandalay Bay, the Superbook, wherever it may be. Man, you're going to flash me any of our bets. Isn't that nice to say? Any of them. 6-0. and oh, Bust out the brooms. A clean sweep. Show me a Seattle Kraken. We released the Kraken last night. Carolina, Philadelphia, Toledo. That's why you money line. NBA, that over 229.5 with Detroit. Let's get, let's get another Detroit one tonight. And then that obscure Little Rock line move. Flash me one of those. First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. So wish you the best of luck. Enjoy your Wednesday. Happy holidays. And as always, do not forget to tip your ticket writer. My parting words, my words of wisdom. I don't have a lot of wisdom, but here's a little bit. Uh, if you can find that sweet spot against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, follow the smart money. Will smart money win every time? Of course not, but we are playing a long game. More, that's why they call it smart money. More often than not, it is going to win. Every time, no, but between 55 to 60%, that's going to make us a very successful better. So if we can find that sweet spot against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay. Uh, long term so i wish you the best of luck enjoy your sweats have a great wednesday let's see if we can have another another good day today uh, and then we'll be back tomorrow for thirsty thursday but enjoy the sweats happy holidays and as always don't forget to tip your ticket writer have a great wednesday everyone good luck ready to unlock a world of entertainment phillips roku tv has america's favorite tv streaming platform built in so you can watch live tv catch every game discover must-see shows and hit movies and get all the best streaming apps in one place like iheart for all your favorite music radio and podcasts watch what you want when you want immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4k picture and sound for every budget with sizes for every room find your perfect phillips roku tv today online or at your local walmart and sam's club Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.